Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for this Sunday message in the uh, sharing of God's Word. Uh, in these services, this is where we study and we learn and we abide in our personal journeys along our daily walk with Christ. And there is always one thing that I know for sure. There is our way and there is God's way. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this, this time uh, to be able to, to come together and fellowship, to, to join uh, in like-minded uh, like-hearted uh, for your souls and your people, your creation, to uh, spend time in developing their relationship with you, to spend time abiding with you, to learn and grow and develop, to be nourished, Father. We, we just thank you um, for the uh, ability uh, to do so, the freedoms to do so, the, the presence, your presence and your gift, which, uh, which allows us to partake and uh, be encouraged uh, to be built up, uh, to be protected, to, to partake of your mercy and your grace. Father, we ask that this word go forth into the minds and the hearts of your creation and your people. Use me as a vessel, Father, to deliver that message to your people so that they may grow and flourish in the way that you would have them to. This we ask and pray in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, today I want to I want to talk about accepting the invitation. You know, this, this time of year, many of us no doubt receive a number of invitations of various events uh, to attend. It, it seems perfectly normal. It's usually even expected. Um, some we want to go to, they're, they're good for us, and some we'd rather not or prefer not to, and those, those aren't so good for us. We, we find ourselves debating on whether to accept or decline uh, the invitations and taking into account or considering the, the consequences of each of those decisions, should we go or, or should we not. Um, of all of the invitations that we receive, there's one that is immeasurably uh, far more important than all of the others combined. We're going to talk about that today. And in the 55th chapter of Isaiah, the, the Lord is inviting his people to come to him. It, it speaks to the covenant of grace that, that's made with us in Christ. It reflects the promises made and the benefit uh, that flow from the resurrection of Christ. Uh, it's a free and gracious invitation to all uh, to come and uh, take uh, the benefit uh, of the gospel of grace. So in, in Isaiah 55, verse 1, reading from the New Intera International Reader's Version, it, it, again, the, the subhead is the, the Lord invites his people to come to him. Uh, verse 1, come all of you who are thirsty, come and drink the water I offer to you. You 
who do not have any money, come, buy and eat the grain I give you. Come and buy wine and milk. You will not have to pay anything for it. Why spend money on what is not food? Why work for what does not satisfy you? Listen carefully to me. Then you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the richest food there is. Verse 3, listen and come to me. Pay attention to me. Then you will live. I will make a covenant with you that will last forever. I will give you my faithful love. I promise it, promised it to David. Verse 4, I made him a witness to the nations. He became a leader and commander over them. You too will send for nations you do not know, even though they do not know you. They will hurry and come to you. That is what I will do. I am the Lord your God. I am the Holy One of Israel. I have honored you. In verse 6 it says, Turn to the Lord before it's too late. Call out to him while he's still ready to help you. Let the one who is evil stop doing evil things, and let him quit thinking evil thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord. The Lord will show him his tender love. Let him turn to our God. He is always ready to forgive. My thoughts are not like your thoughts, and your ways are not like my ways, announces the Lord. The heavens are higher than the earth, and my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. The rain and the snow come down from the sky. They do not return to it without watering the earth. They make plants come up and grow. The plants produce seeds for farmers. They also produce food for people to eat. And finally, in verse 11, the words I speak are like that. They will not return to me without producing results. They will accomplish what I want them to do. They will do exactly what I sent them to do. So the topic title for today is It's RSVP Time. It's RSVP Time. It's a little known fact that the acronym RSVP it comes uh, has a French origin. And it is an acronym, RSVP, which is a shortened version, version of Répandez s'il vous plaît. Répandez s'il vous plaît. Uh, which is the English translation of please respond. It is in your best interest both in the present and eternally to accept the invitation from the Lord. So the first point I want to make is God's events are fulfilling. They're rewarding and they're free of charge. Uh, to, to come, he's inviting you to come, is to move, to journey, to walk with, to go, to approach, to journey uh, to a vicinity with a specified purpose, to advance or even reach and arrive at. God is beckoning us to come join him. 
to 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 thirst as it as it talked uh, of in the earlier scriptures is to have a, a deficit deficit in, in in moisture to be thirsty um so that that's needing lacking something right in the amplified verse 55 verse 1 and 2 it says wait and listen everyone who is thirsty come to the waters and he who has no money come buy and eat yes come buy priceless spiritual wine and milk without money and without price simply for the self surrender that accepts the blessing in verse 2 it says why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your earnings for what does not satisfy hearken diligently to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in fatness the profuseness of spiritual joy so here here god lays out and and makes the compelling argument for us all of us to come and be recipients and and beneficiaries of, of the provision of god's grace god's grace is made for us in 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 a new covenant all are invited this is including the poor the blind the wounded everyone in other words no one is excluded it's a way of offering life and salvation to all to qualify one only need to thirst to have a deficit and know it to those who do not thirst that don't feel like they have a deficit they're they're for they are fulfilled from the things of this world and have come to depend on their own works for righteousness believing that they have no need for christ well they don't thirst meaning they don't recognize their need they don't feel uneasy or in pain about their souls and then so they won't feel an obligation to accept the invitation they won't feel the need to go it, it's almost like being uh, too good to go you, you feel like you're too good to go to an event because you feel you're better than the host and, and you don't want to owe the host anything, right? When, when they are infinitely better off, more powerful than you, and worse, extended the inv invite to you out of the goodness of their hearts with no strings attached. They, they weren't expecting you to owe them anything. They, they weren't looking for you to, to be beholden to them um in other words the host is, is being gracious and and there's nothing that you can do for them per se that 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 they can't do for you there, there's a lot more they can do to enhance your life than than the other way around there there's it in this invitation an abundance of bountiful gifts and rewards and favor that that are bestowed upon the guests who accept bestowed upon those who the invitation was sent to that accepted it's an opportunity for those who were weary to rest to refresh to partake to to be nourished and and feast upon life-giving grace to gain comfort that's what we would call soul food at its finest <laughs> and it's an occasion to enjoy and make these invaluable priceless gifts 
our own. To, to be able to walk away from uh, relying on disease-infested, muddy water puddles, right, for, for if we thirst and we want water, imagine drinking out of a dirty, muddy water puddle. You can walk away from that to a rich and pure provision that provides the needed nourishment, free of disease free of anything that is foreign that shouldn't be introduced in your body to make you sick, it will make you whole. And all of this is for free. It, in, in the verse, it says buy without money. So when you buy something, you own it. It belongs to you. you it, it's yours. You've selected it. You've you chosen it. When you exchange here, it's you can buy, you can experience the same thing without having to pay money for it. Why? Because it has already been bought and paid for by Christ through his sacrifice. So how silly is it to turn down an invitation like that? How, how foolish must one be to, in, in their own mind, thinking more of themselves than they ought? Um, <laughs> there, there's no reason to. So how arrogant, proud, egotistical, conceited is a person like that? Don't be that person. Don't be that person. The second point is declining the invitation as eternal consequences. God is trying to persuade us to listen to his offer. Not just listen, but accept his invitation. So he has all of this goodness and grace and mercy and all of these blessings and favor, yet he is, in this verse, trying to persuade us that almost doesn't make sense, but some of us need that. You're, he's giving away something of infinite value without cost, yet still working to try to persuade. So in, in verse three, 3 in the NIRV, we, we heard, listen and come to me, pay attention to me, then you will live I will make a covenant with you that will last forever. I will give you my faithful love. I have promised it to David. In the Amplified, verse 3 says, incline your ear, which is submit and consent to the divine will. Submit and consent to the divine will and come to me here and your soul will revive and I will make an everlasting covenant or league with you even the sure mercy, kindness, goodwill, and compassion. So he's trying to soften the hardened heart. He's trying to get to the proud heart to, to, to make it become humble, or, or at least allow the possessor of such proud heart to, to be humble. He wants us to be willing, that, that free will thing, through our own free will, to embrace the ways of the gospel, his word, adopting them as our own. That path leads to our being able to delight in the fatness of his riches, for which we can be grateful. Those are the terms, if you will, of receiving his gift of grace, favor, mercy, and provision. Uh, to me, that sounds like a, a very reasonable request. Don't you agree, or wouldn't you agree? In, in verse 6, again in the NRV, 
turn to the Lord before it's too late. Call out to him while he is still ready to help you. In the Amplified, it says, seek, inquire for, and require the Lord while he may be found, claiming him by necessity and by right. Call upon him while he is near. So his nourishment is sustainable. What he provides can sustain us. Our works alone cannot provide us with what we need. In fact, to rely solely on our works and money is a futile effort. It's unsatisfying and it's in vain. It may feed our flesh, but it will not nourish and refresh our souls. Having uh, the wealth of the entire world or all of the, the, the pleasure the world has to offer will not measure up to a single meal for the soul. Let me say that again. Having the wealth of the entire world or all of the pleasure possible in this world will not measure up to a single meal for the soul. That, that is a profound statement. Our, our souls will never be satisfied with the things of this world alone, ever. If you find yourself in a place of discontent, you, you, you may have achieved certain goals that you've set for yourself. You may be financially secure. You may have all of the uh, uh, things that people strive for, all of the material possessions, but you're still not feeling content. That, that's a message for you. You may have satiated the flesh, but the, the, the soul is emaciated. It hasn't been fed. So wh whether being rich and, and living by your money or poor and living by your labor, both the trading and toiling, right? Having money, trading, toiling, being poor and working are in vain and folly that, that lead to a dead end of uncertainty and emptiness. So here's an offer that, that is made to us that will pardon our sins, give us peace and joy, even as, as poor sinners. While he is near can be interpreted as, if we continue to provoke God by rejecting him, we may cause him to withdraw his favor from our lives, withdraw that invitation. We should be seeking to reconcile and build our relationship with him while we have the opportunity to call upon him to guide us along our paths in our, in our daily lives, praying to him for our every need. This is not a futile effort as God is near now, in this day. But there will come a time where he won't be. And the, and the final point is God's invitation is open to all and is infallible. No one is too wicked. No one has sinned too much, is, is too unrighteous or even too worldly to be excluded from this exclusive invitation. We have the opportunity right now to, to repent, to be reformed and reconcile before our eventual death. This world is temporal. We will all at one point come to the end of our mortal lives. That is inevitable. 
It is not a matter of if, it is a matter of when. So right now, our sins can be pardoned as, as we are alive, as, as they have already been atoned for through Christ. The invitation is especially for the unconverted, the wicked, and in the unrighteous. In, in Isaiah 55, 11, in the Amplified, it says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect or useless, but it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So we must reconcile our relationship with God. We, we know that God has promised to pardon our sins when we repent. Despite our unbelief, because we as humans, we find it hard to, to forgive others who trespass against us, it still remains true that God forgives us for our trespasses against him. We can accomplish this by conforming to his ways, how he would have us to live with a, with a, a eternal focus based on the truth rather than a temporal focus based on lies. This invitation is meant to encourage us to repent so that God will have mercy on and compassion for us. This invitation is to avoid the consequences of sin by accepting God's offer, having Christ as the head of our lives. We avoid misery unlike this world has ever shown us. And yes, the invitation is still valid for those who once accepted but turned away, backslidden, you're welcome too. So what do we know about God's Word? God's Word says He has plans for you, plans to give you hope and a future. His Word says that the righteous shall not be forsaken, nor their children beg for bread. His Word says Christ came to give us life and life more abundantly. His Word says he can do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or imagine. His word says that he is the vine that sustains us, and we are the branches that produced good fruit. His word says he is our strength and shield to protect us. God's word says that he is not a man and cannot lie. Why would we not want to accept his invitation. It's been extended to us, free for accepting. All we need to do is accept him at his word. Father God, we, we thank you for this time and this opportunity to come before you, to fellowship together, to learn, to feed and feast and be satiated and nourished on your word, on your promises, on the gifts that you have given us that we don't deserve, that we did not earn, cannot pay for, that are priceless and in, immeasurable. God, we, we just thank you. We love you. We honor you. And we seek to continue to honor you with our lives and the way that we're living, how we treat our fellow man, how we bestow kindness, how we return kindness for hate, how we return love for hate, how, how we 
embrace those who may be against us rather than adding to the ills of this in many ways lost world we may be in this world but we are not of it god we just thank you for your guiding light for the word that you have given us that strengthens us that gives us discernment that guides and leads us on the path that you would have us to go and father for those that don't know you that want to know you, that want to develop a relationship with you. I would ask that they pray this prayer with me so that they can begin a renewed relationship with you. And that prayer is a sinner's prayer and it goes like this, God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that your son, Jesus, gave up his life for me by dying on the cross in my place and rose again so that I may be saved. I ask that you come into my heart and I accept your precious gift of salvation, victory over sin, and eternal life with you. This we ask and pray in your Son, Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, you have accepted Christ into your life. You have accepted the invitation that has been extended to you for mercy and grace and favor and provision and protection. Regardless of what you may be facing, you know that the divine being, entity, God, the provider, maker of all, has got your back. That you can then work to, and I, I strongly suggest and encourage you to read and study and immerse yourself in God's Word so that you will be well equipped to manage the challenges that you will face while on this earth. Please share this message with others so that they will be encouraged, that, that, that it will encourage them in their daily walk with Christ. I also ask that you consider supporting this ministry through a financial gift. Give as you feel led by God. Give joyfully knowing that your gift will be returned to you manyfold. Your gifts help accomplish His works. Thank you for joining. We appreciate your support and I hope you join us again next Sunday. Until then, go and live your blessed life on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's Word, and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www. Dot gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.